Kicking and Streaming Podcast is brought to you by Cafe 1804. Premium Haitian coffee now available online at cafe1804.com. That's cafe, K-A-F-E, 1804.com. All right, so hey, we we got we got we got a show to talk about today because, and here's the crazy thing: we weren't even planning on this. You know, just in the middle of the week, uh, you know, things, you know, all, all those these news started to pop up, and we're like, okay, so let's talk about this, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've got some crazy, crazy fun stuff to talk about, like all kinds of weird, weird crap. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I love it, I love it, I love it. <laughs> um, so let's go ahead and talk about these trailers to, to, to get them out of the way, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, come on, I've never said anything, but before that, do you know that even though I, I, I was planning on by today having seen uh The Lion King so that I could bash it with you today more than I than we bashed it last week, <laughs> well, I haven't been, I haven't been able to do that, it's gonna be tonight. Um, okay. Yeah, because my my date got held up at work, according to her. So, oh, um, well, that's not cool. Yeah, but you know, she's a workaholic. I don't think anybody told her to stay. She just does. <laughs> <laughs> she is a workaholic. She works hard, yeah, man. man. Uh, and I, I worked with her yesterday, and God, that's off to her for yesterday. Yeah, and and that's at home too. I'm like, yo. <laughs> You know you at home. <laughs> Do you know you can? You allowed to sit down? <laughs> Seriously, man. Or what is wrong with this lady? <laughs> she is a hard worker. Yeah, yeah. So well, the whole um, the whole Lion King thing wasn't possible last night, but tonight it definitely a go. Um, having said that, I um, took. My time because my one of my favorite shows on Netflix, the third season came out, and you know I've talked to you about this show, and I don't know if you've ever gotten a chance to catch it. It's called uh, Money House, and uh, it is a Spanish show. Uh, um, it's it's like one of the most successful shows from Spain. Originally called La Casa de Papel or House of Paper. And uh, the third season came out, and it is better than the first two seasons. So if you oh, have awesome. no, if you have not even gotten to watch it, like I said, Jocelyn, you need to get on. This is one of the most intense and action-packed shows you've ever seen. Everybody is badass in the show. I like it. I like it. I like it when people are badass. It's yeah. A good thing. Yeah. I mean, even the guy that is like the nerd. Is more badass than older dudes that actually are dudes and dudettes that are in the action. You know what I mean? Because he's the brain. Yeah. And he has the ability to foresee what's going to happen so uncannily that you're like, yeah, this got to be fictitious. There's no way some dude is this intelligent. You know what I mean? So <laughs> it's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> Money Heist is on Netflix and. Uh, Originally titled entitled Casa de Papel, and uh, you, you so you finished the third season. No, I, I I started the third season last night and watched about okay three or four, and um, 
Yo, next thing I know, I woke up on the couch and it was 1, 1 a.m. So, <laughs> and Netflix always questioning. <laughs> are, are, are you there? Are you still alive? <laughs> like, hey, hey, dude, you haven't even paused this for a moment in the past two hours. So are we just playing this? <laughs> Are, are, are you all right? Should we should we call the services? You, you okay? I know. Hey, I know he's gonna. There's gonna be a time that's gonna. That's gonna be what they do. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we've been running. Oh, we've been running for three days and <laughs> nothing has happened. Maybe this motherfucker <laughs> just died. <laughs> you know, they're probably gonna make it so that you have to have like an ice on there, an emergency contact list. Yeah. You know, yeah. in case of emergency contact, and Netflix will be like, okay, yeah, it's been three days. We're gonna start the ice list. <laughs> Can you can I tell you something, Jocelyn? If yeah. in the next six months any streaming platform comes out with that shit, they're gonna have to pay us some money. Cause this is no, I'm serious. I mean, this is us right here making this yes. happen. You know, giving out these ideas and shit. Yes. And they yes. pretend that they don't listen to our little podcast. You know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> and next yes, thing you know, they are, they are they are taking the ideas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, copyright. We're going to have to lawyer up. Yeah, I think we're going to have to do that. Um, so, all right. <laughs> let me, let us go ahead and get this started because you know what? This is going to be good. This is going to be really good. This is a good show. We got good stuff to talk about. Yes, yes, yes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Kicking and Streaming. My name is Graham, and you may have heard that on the introduction. <laughs> But I feel compelled to repeat that name for you again. And as well as repeating the name of my fantastic co-host on the other side, on Skype, her name is Jocelyn. Howdy-do! <laughs> but yeah, howdy-do, Jocelyn. Howdy-do. Ah, yes, ah, yes. So um, today we are talking about um, Emmy nominations mainly. But before that, we have to talk about the trailers that caused a whole bunch of uh, controversies this week. I think um, one of them almost broke the internet for real. Yes, yes. Uh, and there's one that you sent me an article about the the Twitter reaction, and I cannot find it for the life of me. Do you have it at hand? Because uh, some no, some of these comments I really would like us to read because this is insane. Yeah, I could, people on Twitter are so funny. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, they're so funny. I like the one, the, the girl that says, my mom really didn't like it. <laughs> my mom really doesn't like the Cats trailer. <laughs> and she actually posted a, cre- a screenshot of her mom's text. Like, please do not send me more <laughs> of this shit. I like Cats, but the real ones. <laughs> But seriously, oh, though, see. you know, having Cats is one of my favorite stage shows ever. And as you know, I was involved in um, the entertainment industry for results in the Caribbean. And so with that came a lot of very, very famous Broadway shows that we replicated on stage. And of course, Cats was one of them. So that's how Cats became like my thing. <laughs> you know. <laughs> My, I love that show. I love the tunes. And then I started researching Andrew Lloyd Webber. And I'm like, mm-hmm. this, this motherfucker is a genius. Right? Uh, and so, just so you you can see how much of a fan, how big of a fan I am, I have seen Cats in three different languages on th- in three different countries. Um, 
So, <laughs> you are the consummate professional to be talking about cats. I, I mean, come on. And what they've done with this movie, just judging by the trailer, is just, uh, it, just unforgivable. They're weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they are absolutely weird. And the makeup thing is atrocious. Some of the <laughs> costumes are, I don't know. Um, I don't know, yes. Jocelyn. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I my <laughs> I hadn't I didn't know that it had come out. The trailer had come out yet. My husband was talking about it because um, a few movie or a few movies dropped trailers all at the same time. So it was like Cats and Top Gun and uh, the Jay and Silent Bob movie, which he's excited about, and another movie. Anyway, he was talking about Cats. And he was like, I got 37 seconds in and could not finish it. And I was like, well, that means I've got to watch it. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, start it up now. We're going to watch the whole thing. And he's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? Like, I, I, I think the only reason I finished it is because I kept waiting for it to get better. And the next thing I knew, it, w- it was done. Like, I'm like, oh, so that's it. You know? But I understand. I understand your husband completely. <laughs> I agree with him. Like, yeah, what is this I, and why? <laughs> some, somebody on Twitter said um, somebody called Jack's Films. I don't know who that is, but just watch the Cats trailer. How do I unwatch the Cats trailer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I have this. I have this. I finally found it. This article that I think you sent me, uh, saying like. We have 30, um, you know, the movie, the, <laughs> the trailer, <laughs> yeah, the Cats trailer dropped and we have 34 questions. <laughs> so I don't know if you want us to go, if you want me to go with, with those, uh, with some of those questions. Um, but before we do that, let me just drop the link for you so we can be on the same page because <laughs> this is funny. This is funny. And, and the truth is, I don't feel like it's ex- exaggerated uh, at all. <laughs> You know, no, I I really don't because I I watched it too, and I um I can say that I am neither a Cats fan nor not a Cats fan. I I don't actually know, I know very little about musical theater. Um, I uh was not. I I think the best way for me to explain that is if we grew up dirt poor. <laughs> <laughs> and I think musical theater is kind of reserved for middle class and upper middle class folks. I don't know why I have that feeling, but I do. So I never got exposed to it. So it's never been anything that I was particularly interested in. Um, in my house, we always had books because the library is free. But um, yeah, so my husband uh, grew up in a more middle class house and uh, has a very theatrical and very musical family and is very theatrical and musical himself. So uh, he definitely has more exposure to <laughs> this. So his his opinion on this sort of thing cracked me up. The fact that he got 37 seconds and it was like, nope, I'm done. 37 seconds. That's as far as he made. Yeah. Um, and I wish but... I had stopped at 37 seconds. <laughs> Seriously. I wish I did. <laughs> I um, So, yeah. And, of course, I have friends who love Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, so, I, like I said, I don't have much of an opinion on, on it, only because I'd, I'm not very, 
very familiar with, I know, of course, that Andrew Lloyd Webber exists. I know about Phantom of the Opera and all that good stuff. And I know the man is a genius. I'm just not particularly familiar with it. So, but anyway, with all that said, this, this trailer is bonkers. Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's, it's delightfully bonkers. And it's, it's enough to make me want to go see it just so I can like, die laughing during the movie yeah but i also feel like that the people that are going to be going to it are going to be the ones that are going to be really into it and i'm going to end up getting beat up i don't think so he no (laughs) seriously i don't know that anybody who's actually seen cat on stage is going to be thrilled with whatever it is that they decided to do with this and because uh, okay so how should i put this it's it, not everything that went on stage should become a movie. Simple. That's as simple as I can put it. That makes sense to me. That it, makes sense to it, me. It's just, no. The magic of, of going to the theater and seeing Cats is uh, because the entire scenario lends itself to, to, to your imagination doing its own thing. <laughs> you, you know. Uh, yeah. But like, why? If you're not going to make it animated, don't make it. Because this is ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous to see, you know, like some of the questions, and again, that brings me to some of the questions, right? Um, yes. <laughs> like, for instance, number one question is, why do some cats have clothes and some cats have no clothes? <laughs> you know. yeah, that's a, I, I noticed that too and was like that's that's really strange because it'd be one thing like if a cat had a hat and a cat didn't have a cat you know like like, like that's a personal choice but clothes I yeah. feel like are sort of like I don't know underwear like <laughs> mm-hmm. exactly exactly like Mr. Mistopheles has a full blown um, tuxedo on and shit with a top hat <laughs> you know um, a Mongo Jerry which I, I think is played by uh, James Corden is like completely butt naked. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. And the, and the naked ones actually kind of look naked. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. it looks like you're looking at a naked person. <laughs> but, but, but you are because they're missing the bits, and it's like, wait, what? And your poor brain is going, wait, what? <laughs> what am I looking at here? You know. <laughs> and it, and also, it has a tail, but it's sort of got naked person bits, but not. Oh, yeah. Anyway. And then, and then you have the mouse, uh, with, with, you know, with the human teeth. Yes, the number nine here. Why do the cats have human lips? <laughs> this is this is absolutely crazy. The, and, and if the cats have human mouths, how do they clean themselves? Do they take showers, or are there cat tongues in there? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, like. A, so, um, <laughs> there is one about Jason Derulo that drive, that drove me to the roof. I died from that <laughs> one too. Yes, number twenty. But it is true though. Jason Derulo starts every song by announcing that he's the one singing. Are we gonna hear some of that? <laughs> Jason Derulo. <laughs> and one of the most important questions to ponder here is. Do dogs exist within <laughs> within this uh, cat universe? And how do cats feel about it? You know, because... I kind of want to know more of what the dogs think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if it's normal, natural dogs, like, okay, <laughs> you're my, your dog's my dog's, right? Just running around. 
around and they see these things, I, I feel like they're mine in their, their case because they have tiny little walnut-sized brains. It would just go, and that would be that. Yeah, they probably would, would have far too many questions to even exist. Like, yeah, like they, they would just have a brainy aneurysm stroke out and disappear in a puff of fog fur. Well, okay, so so here's here's I don't know what the relation here is, but number eleven says, "Why can the cats have human teeth, but Sonic the Hedgehog can't?" <laughs> and how are the Sonic the Hedgehog animators feel about that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Sonic the Hedgehog. I don't know if the movie ever came out, but I know when the trailer dropped, it it scared a whole bunch of people because he had human teeth. And like a human-esque looking face. And Sonic the Hedgehog is is a hedgehog. So, yeah. So, number 14 says, if there are humans, then why aren't the humans freaking out that there are a bunch of clothes and cat wearing bipedal cats who look vaguely like human and sing show tunes all around New York City? The, the <laughs> Singing. I love the show sings the, the singing show tunes part. That's pretty good. Yeah, but like you know, sing. That's exactly my point. Singing cats belong to the stage only. No, yeah, makes movie. sense. Not in a movie. So, I'm just saying. Well, in what was the 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 slogan is on Christmas Day? You will believe. <laughs> believe what? <laughs> Believe what? I, that's a good question. Now I've gone into an existential crisis. Yes. Do. Yeah. You, but when, I will believe. I in, don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Cats? Cats that... <laughs> but... I'm sorry. Number 31 here killed me. Yes. What happens if we put a laser dot in there? <laughs> the whole thing goes south. I, I bet you the whole damn thing goes south. <laughs> I, I totally want to see that happen. <laughs> oh my god, that is wrong. That is wrong. Like I'm, I mean, this is just giving people too much, I, too many ideas, though. <laughs> oh god, it seriously is. I mean, when this movie actually comes out and people are able to get their their lovely grubby little internet paws on it, there's going to be so many delightful things done to it. It's it's just going to be wrong. Yeah, but I I also think. I think a lot about the casting in this movie, and I feel like it's a lot of waste of great ac actors and celebrities. There's some amazing names in this thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Taylor there's Swift. Some odd, odd names, but there's some amazing names too. Yeah, there's some people that I don't know what they're doing there. You know what I mean? I think there's some people that after they saw the trailer don't know what they were doing there either. <laughs> Why would Idris Elba decide to just say, hey, I'm going to do cats? You know. Dame, I don't know. Dame Judi oh, Dench. Huh? I saw a Twitter quote that said, why does she look like the baby from Teletubbies? <laughs> the son, the baby in the sun from Teletubbies. Yeah, that is true. And now that's all I can see. She looks like she's in pain. <laughs> Sir, just, oh. Sir Ian McKellen. Well, I'm assuming he's Obviously, all the Teronomy, that's that's the only thing he could possibly he can he can't he can't be the rock and roll cat. <laughs> um the rum tum tugger. Th there's no way he is. So he must be all the Teronomy. 
which you know with his wisdom and fantastic voice he could be that but why that's all i'm saying why why would you say i'm gonna do this i don't know i'm i'm just gonna give you I, yeah I, I don't yeah i don't understand the cgi part of it like if you're gonna do it just do it like a, a camera shoot of a of a of a play it's kind of what i was expecting you know what i mean like yes. they kind of like they did uh chicago uh-huh. Exactly. When they did the movie Chicago. Yeah. Um, that was more like like a, a camera shoot of a play. And exactly. with, with some exceptions. But um that's kind of what I was expecting. So this whole CGI thing is just bizarre yeah. to me. It's absolutely ridiculous. And you know, let's just I I d I don't know. I don't know if that's what I wanna do on Christmas Day to begin with. Go see cats. Uh, as much as I love the show, but the movie is definitely not going to be my thing, so I'm I'm just going to stay home and get drunk on Christmas. <laughs> you don't want to believe, Graham? I'm, I'm no, no. <laughs> I don't believe. I'm not going to believe. They're not going to get me to believe. That's it. I'm done. Nope. And so the other trailer that made a big hoopla was uh, Top Gun. Yes, dropped and... on the same time. I think <laughs> not even the same day. I think it dropped at the same time. Yeah, I think I think that's what happened too. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of questions surrounded that because Cats sort of like made 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 a bigger splash than than Top Gun in that respect. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but people are are definitely still talking about the Top Gun thing. I uh, I think because it's less horrifying, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but at the same time, I, I I don't know, man. I I I saw Top Gun once many many years ago, and uh, so you know, I I don't I don't know. I don't get it. I don't know why we're going back to Top Gun. I we had this discussion on the on the little chat program at work, but I. I do think that Tom Cruise is an amazing performer. I really do. Like he's uh obviously a terrifying amount of of physical fitness going on there with that dude. Yeah, cuz this um, dude is in in his 60s, act- isn't he? Yeah, he does like all his own stunts in Mission Impossible. He yeah. th- there's a scene where he uh, he jumps from one building to another and he actually in real life shattered his ankle. And they used that take. You can watch it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he just filmed the rest of the movie on a shattered ankle. So, yeah. Um, and, and if you've seen uh, the movie, oh, I've just forgotten the name of it. I hate it when that happens. But he's he's so good as the angry movie executive, uh, you know, when he's in the fat suit and everything like that. And, oh, um, right, right. Uh, the, I know what movie that is. Is it like something about... Uh, rock and roll. Robert Downey Jr. Jr. is in it as the dude playing a dude playing another dude. Oh, yeah. Okay, I know. So that that's um. Uh, it's not Tropic Thunder. Is it Tropic Thunder? Yes, Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. So yes, yes. Yes, he's less less Grossman, I think, in Tropic Thunder. Ah, yes, I remember that. Yes, yes. Yes, and yes. he's so good in that. It's so funny. Yeah, he's but funny I, and good. I, 
I don't like Tom Cruise. <laughs> Having said all of that, I don't like Tom Cruise. I, I find him very straight. You know how like, okay, so we we're talking about the Lion King earlier, right? And, yeah. and your brain is watching the Lion King and it's a, it's a CGI thing, right? And yeah. your brain is like, okay, that looks like a lion, but I know that's not a lion. Like your brain can pick that up. Your right. brain is smart. You're no, it knows this stuff. Mm-hmm. Even though it's great CGI, your brain is like, not a lion. Even if it's doing a perfectly normal lion type thing, not a lion. That's kind of what I feel like it is with Tom Cruise. Like, I don't think he's human. I think he's either like an alien wearing a really good human suit (laughs) or he's a robot from the future because there's just something about him that's just not quite right. Just just ever so slightly not quite right. And and my brain is like, yeah, not human. I know exactly what you're saying. He does that, and it's like, no, it, not not human, yeah. not human, not quite right. Yeah. I don't know, and nothing against the dude. I'm sure he's perfectly lovely, but I just I don't like him. And can I tell you something? It feels also as if that that part of his personality is contagious, you know, to people that are around him. Because when he was married to this little girl, Katie Holmes, she became like that too. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. kind of like withdrawn, but there, like she was here, but she was withdrawn and yeah. she could talk and interact with you, even in interviews. And you're like, is there anything in this happening in there? Like, yeah. Hello. You know, yeah. it's, it's almost like he was feeding on her or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, a, I, like I an alien you. would. I feel you. I feel you. Uh, I, I don't know. You, you, Tom, Tom Cruise has always been for me in, neither here nor there kind of guy. I, I understand how good he is. I can go watch his movies and stuff. But like you said, I'm, I'm you know, I, I can never tell you, oh, I'm a fan, you know, or, you know, like, you know, some of these artists that you know are so good and you get to, you, you like them so much that you kind of think it's going to be a sad day when this person passes away. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, right. I, I don't, you know, I don't get those, like, if, if today, and I hope people aren't misinterpreting what I'm saying. Like, I'm not saying I wish this guy dropped dead. I'm saying that if something happened to him tomorrow, I wouldn't feel as, you know, touched as when, you know, I learned of, you know, uh, Robin Williams or something like that. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, yeah. right. Right. Well, there's yeah. some some people I think we have like a, a personal connection that we feel we can have a personal connection with, whether it's, you know, obviously it's not true or, or it's not uh, tangible because we've never actually met the person. But there are mm-hmm. people that you feel like, oh, you know what, we could have dinner together or, you know, I could have a drink with that person and we would have a fun time. But with Tom Cruise, I just don't feel like there's anything there that you could have a drink with. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I'm, I'm and even sure. the whole, like, when he jumped up on the down on the couch thing with Oprah, yeah. to me that just felt like there was some sort of malfunction in his programming or something. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'm going to show them how human I can be and it's <laughs> completely south, isn't it? <laughs> I don't know. That was the most yeah, talked about know. moment. So I, I, I won't be going to see the new Top Gun movie because I, I actually... I don't go to Tom Cruise movies unless it's like last resort type. There's nothing else to do thing. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just, I don't know. Cause it's, it's unsettling for me. Every time I see him in something, there's the part of my brain that's going, that's not human. 
<laughs> and I'm like, but brain, it is, you know, we have all this proof that it is. And brain's like, yeah, I don't care about your scientific stuff. If that's not human. <laughs> but you really don't like him. huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I really don't. I oh. have strong feelings about Tom Cruise. <laughs> well, okay. About Tom Cruise, let's move on then. <laughs> so this week also, we learned of the Emmy nominations and god i don't know how they did it or well yeah the nomination i can understand but i just don't know how they're going to pick a winner in so many of these categories um shall we go through them yeah let's do it mm, man. so it, it's it's important to say that despite being probably the worst season <laughs> of uh, Game of Thrones, Game of Thrones bagged 32 Emmy nominations, which is a record for the most nominations for a show in a single year. That's insane. <laughs> it is insane. That's, that's my God. And, and with that said, HBO has had a hell of a year because HBO has a total of 137 nominations. That's insane to me too. My God, and this is this is a cable company that like it's it's only on cable, so it, it has no interest in having programming for everybody to watch or whatever. It's like hey, you pay for this, you watch it, right? Right. And so that tells, like the mob, <laughs> right? Hey, pay for this and watch. <laughs> you know, <laughs> but 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 that tells you you don't like it. We don't care. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You're paying, You're man. Paid. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so like, compared, compared, for instance, uh, to Netflix, Netflix has 117 nominations. Well, that's second place to HBO. And I feel like Netflix should be ashamed of themselves, to tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they should be ashamed of themselves because Netflix be putting out shows like every week that you'd be like, why are they giving this money to these people? Why can't Jocelyn and I just walk in and say, give us money, we'll talk? We haven't tried. Well, actually, yeah, we, we should try. We really should try. And you know who's getting like that too? Spotify. Spotify, mm -hmm. Spotify is giving shows to everybody too. Um, I think we need to put a little presentation together and go down to Netflix and knock on the door. We need a good agent. That's all we need. Good ass agent. Hey, agents! Jocelyn and I <laughs> want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> and so NBC came in third with 58 total and Amazon has 47. I, I'm, I'm tempted to say that Amazon puts out better shows than as a, as a streaming platform. Amazon puts out better shows than Netflix. I feel like Amazon is a lot pickier with what they do. Mm -hmm. Like a lot more careful. Maybe careful is a better word. A little more careful with what they do. Yeah. I kind of feel like Netflix is kind of like, you get a show and you get a show and you get a show. <laughs> and Amazon is kind of like, well, let's, 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 let's talk about this for a little while. Um, and I think that's worked well for uh, Netflix for some things, like, you yeah. know, in the case of us getting the OA, which I don't think we would have ever gotten from anybody else. Definitely. Um, so 
shout out to the OA. Uh, listen to our episode about the OA if you haven't. Watch the OA if you haven't because yeah. it's amazing. Um, but at the same time, uh, I think it's not doing them so well because if the recent news, I think, with Netflix is they're kind of losing some money and um, hemorrhaging a few good people that were working there. So, um, yeah, I think they kind of need to sit down and maybe review their plans a little bit. Rethink the whole thing because the, for this uh, second quarter, I think they expected – they got two million le- uh, fewer people than they expected in, in terms of su- subscriptions, and that that's not good when your entire existence is about subscription, is it? Yeah, and from what I understand, for the first time in eight years, they lost people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, so that's that's not good. And add to that that Disney is it Disney Plus is is almost there, you know, and. Yeah. The majority of movies that are coming out of Disney, that includes the Marvel movies and the Star Wars movies and all of those animated movies are not going to DVD anymore. They're going to go straight to their platform. And they Disney has been going around picking up, picking up all, the, all of their movies, all of the programming, anything that is theirs is their brand. They're taking taking it off circulation from all of the streaming platforms, such as Netflix, Hulu, and and and, and so forth. And Disney is being smart too and buying some things. Mm-hmm. You know, they've bought a few things that um, maybe at the time didn't make sense, but when you tie it in with the fact now that they're going to have streaming, yeah, Disney knows what they're doing. Oh yeah, this mm-hmm. is going to be a monster. Yes, yes. They they already are. They, I mean, come on. I I in term, I, I think it's a Biggest entertainment service, and their their hands are in everything. They've transformed yes. entertainment, the hotel industry, the film industry, everything. So when they do one of those odd purchases, I'm not even frailed. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I think they have a plan. <laughs> I'm yeah. I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah. And so shall we go through the nominations in drama series? We have, uh, there's Better Call Saul. I don't know if you've ever seen this, uh, Jocelyn, but it's actually a very good series. I've heard such good things about it. I have never seen it. I wanted to wait and see all of Breaking Bad before Mm -hmm. I went to Better Call Saul. And you know how I am with series. I get bogged down in other things. so. So I haven't seen Better Call Saul yet. Well, Bob Odenkirk is 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 he's a star in his own right, and I think he he stole so many. I've always loved him and everything he's done. Yes, in. and he stole so many scenes in um, Breaking Bad that, of course, of course, the next step was give this guy a show, right? And the show has been fantastic, but also some of the best actors from um, Breaking Bad are in Better Call Saul, and that's what makes it better. In fact, guy that we spoke about last week, uh, Michael Ma- Michael McKean, mm-hmm. is on on Better Call Saul, and he's the, the big brother of uh, Saul Goodman, okay. uh, Bob Odenkirk's okay. uh, character. So it is a very, very good show, and I'm glad that they got nominated. Better Call Saul is on AMC, then we have Bodyguard. I think we've talked about slightly about Bodyguard with um, this kid, Michael Madden. Um, I'll be honest. I don't understand why this is nominated. 
<laughs> I know everybody says the same thing. Everybody says the same thing. I don't. I don't understand why it's nominated. I don't. I just. I. I just don't. Yeah, I mean, Bodyguard. I don't know either. I haven't watched the show myself, but even my son, who's eighteen, told me, you know what? Uh, only the first ep- the first two episodes are good, and after that, the show just loses its its essence. So it's not good. But meanwhile, it's nominated, so they must have done something good. I I don't know why. I think they must have. Yeah. And then you have Game of Thrones, of course. I mean, there's no question, <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, but some sh- a show that I'm very happy that got nominated is Ozark. And I don't have you seen Ozark, Joseph? I have not seen Ozark. I have not. Oh. I had forgotten it existed actually until this list came out, and I was like, "Oh, I bet kept meaning to watch that." Do you know what? I think I don't think people have have uh, caught up to to Ozark. And like you said, it's one show that unless it's actually on, like when it comes out, every time Netflix puts it on, that's the only time I hear people talk about it. Other than that, not a lot of people know of it. But Ozark is, I mean, Jason Bateman is like, the entire entire cast. But yeah, Ozark Ozark is, yeah, unbelievable. You have to watch that. And I'm also happy that one of my favorite new shows out there, Pose, is nominated. Um, Pose is on FX. You remember last week we talked about Pose, and uh, yes, and I haven't haven't gotten to that one yet because of stuff, yeah. stuff in life. Yeah. But that that's on my list to watch next. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. This is this is this is a fantastic show that everybody should watch. And by the way, if you um, if the fact that it's 2019 and you still have an issue with, you know, LGBTQ people in the entire community at large, perhaps you should actually start watching this to understand instead of having a conversation where someone, you might feel like someone will be judgmental towards you, go ahead and watch this show and I think you will see the human side of, of, of the entire um, community, the enti- this entire part of our society that w- most, uh, most other people insist on marginalizing and, and rejecting and discriminating against. So, yeah, if, if, if you do have that kind of problem, please go watch this show. If somebody else has not been able to convince you that you're on the wrong side of history, you probably should should watch this show, and also you could watch it for the entertainment value too. I'm, I'm not saying that's not what that's not there, but again, if you have a problem that you think you want to you want to see what it is that other people can see that you can't see, you you would like to see the other point of view without it being someone telling you you're wrong because that's the way you think. And watch this show. That's the the best I can say, right, Justin? That's powerful. (laughs) So, other than that, in drama series, you have Succession. Succession is one of the shows that I've been meaning to watch, too. It's on HBO, and um, 
Um, what's his name? Dreyfus, uh, something, isn't it, too? And I haven't... This is a show that's completely off my radar. I don't know anything about it. I don't re remember having heard about it. I, I don't know anything about it at all. Nothing. Yeah, and I think it's going on, like, two seasons by now. It's an HBO show about some dude that is... He is a, a powerful magnate, uh, but he's also a, a sort of a Caudillo kind of guy. Um... Like everybody's under him, and his children are. He manipulates his children and treats them like shit, so no one feels adequate to ever, um, to ever step up and in, in, in uh, being being his into being his successor. But more than more than more than that, he's not willing to prepare anyone to to succeed him when he's no longer there. So it is a very hard. It's 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 a very hard relationship to have with a father that thinks of himself as the center of the universe and that he he's he's always going to be there. You know, many 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 years ago, way back in the mist, mists of time, I used to work for somebody like that, and I always thought, thank God I'm not related to him. Thank God that he's not my father. Thank God that I'm not his his daughter. Um, I don't really ever know whatever happened to them. Completely lost track of all those people. But you saying that resonated with that resonated with me in that the, the fact that I just always felt so bad for his kids. Well, actually, I think there is a slight chance that the entire story is loosely based on the person, um, on the character of Donald Trump. But again, you know that's that. Don't quote me on this. I I, I don't okay. know, but I think because there is a daughter and there's two sons, and you can tell that the sons are fucking terrified of the guy, and he is good at embarrassing them in front of people and, and making them feel like shit. So, it's it's that kind of show, you know. If you have family issues or mother and or daddy issues, you might not want to watch that. But mm. other than that, it's a good show, and of course. In in terms of drama, nominated is uh, This Is Us. And, of, you know, what else can we say about This Is Us? I, I know that you and I don't. I'm not a big fan of Everybody fan else of in the world watches it, but. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody who talks about it, you know, they all end up crying together around the water cooler or whatever. And I'm yeah, just like, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be over here watching the OA. What the hell is wrong with people, man? <laughs> So I'm sure it's a lovely show. I'm sure it deserves its nomination, but I, I, I'm not going to be watching it anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so. So, do you have my... do you have the nominees for comedy series? You you missed one in drama though, Graham. Oh, 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 oh. who did you I miss? miss? You missed you missed an incredibly important one in drama. Uh, Killing Eve. Oh, yes. How in the bloody hell did I miss that? <laughs> of course I am like I, I haven't drank a beer today but that's the next beer I drink is going to be because Killing Eve is nominated as best drama series what do you think yes Yeah. oh my god I'm so happy I'm so happy I know there's probably not like a snowball's chance in hell they're going to win but I, oh my god really? I'm so happy well I, I think yeah because I mean Game of Thrones is, is there exactly <laughs> Yeah. And it's their last season, so of course they're going to win. But, and, and this but is they us. got nominated. 
Yeah. So it's it's good. And there's another season, so maybe the next season will get nominated. So yeah. And, and by the way, that's not their only nomination. So we're going to go through these nominations, huh? Yes, yes. <clears throat> All right. So why don't you go ahead and, and give us comedy series? You... Okay, so comedy series, we have Barry for HBO. Have you have and you seen Barry? I have not seen Barry. It is a very good. I started watching the first episode. I think I went all the way up to five episodes, and it was very good. And I actually am pleasantly surprised with Bill Hader, because you know Bill Hader, you know, got introduced to all of us as a comedian on Saturday Night Live. So yes, and, and I don't. I mean, it is comedy, but it's really good drama too. And and Bill Hader is very good, very very good. So. Whenever you get is a this chance. the show with Harry Winkler? Is he in it too? Yes, Harry Winkler, isn't it? Yes. Okay. Uh, he's a some kind of yeah. Like I haven't s- seen it yet. Small community theater teacher and stuff, and he has a very good, um, like a very influential role in Barry's life because Barry is a dude that um, is a former um, U.S. military person who is trying to retire. But he's a marksman, and so he's getting employed as a hitman. But all he wants to do is just get out of that life and go do theater and become an actor. But, he, <laughs> I mean, it, you, it sounds good. It, it is very good. So you should, good. you should take a look at it. Go ahead and continue, please. Um, we have one. Uh, the next one that I have is Fleabag, <sighs> which I'm mad at myself for not having watched yet Me because I, I haven't watched it yet. Olivia Coleman is in it. It's yes. got an amazing cast. Yes. It's got nothing but rave reviews. I know it would be right up my alley as something that I would enjoy. So I haven't watched it yet and I'm mad at myself for it, but it's nominated. So I'm happy for it. Yes. And at this point, um, you and I should be ashamed of ourselves because we should be able to talk about this show. <laughs> we really should. Yeah. We really should. Yeah. Um, next is The Good Place. Oh, my God, and yes. I'm so happy about that. Yay! Yes. Um, it's such, such a good show. It's, it's, I'm I can't, happy I for can't, them. I can't I, wait uh, to binge watch the, the, the latest season. Yes, yes. That's that's me, too. Because mm-hmm. I, I can't do the whole episode at a time thing anymore. <laughs> Not good at that at all anymore. No, I've lost that ability. <laughs> Um, so next, of course, is The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. My show. Which, your show. Mm-hmm. Your show, Mrs. Maisel. Yes. So that's that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, next, I was a little confused by this one being in the comedy series. Me too. Um, uh, well, Russian Doll. Yeah. I didn't think of it as a comedy at all. Um, I mean, it definitely had funny parts, but I if somebody yeah. said, I mean... You know, let's yeah. tell me what Russian Doll is. I wouldn't be like, oh, it's a comedy. That would not be the first thing. Hell said. no, hell no. I would. <laughs> I don't know what they're talking about, but whatever. <laughs> but it's nominated. I'm happy it's nominated. It was a good, really good show. I enjoyed it very much. But comedy, yeah. I, I don't know. And then one that I I I know is very popular, and like people are super excited that this got nominated. But I don't know anything about it other than the name is Shit's Creek. Yeah, yeah, me too. I don't have a lot to say about this show, so but I'm gonna have to read about it or something. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I know that when in the nomination list came out, like there was a whole like little yay thing all popped up on the internet because of them, and it was like it's a victory for the common man or whatever. So I don't, I don't know. I'm a little scared by that. 
Okay. Uh, that scares me a little bit. Um, <laughs> and then Veep. Yeah, last season of Veep, obviously, and Julia Louis-Dreyfus coming back after undergoing, you know, breast cancer and the whole thing. Um, it's it's a bit of a... I personally think that that's who's going to win it because of all the things I've just said <laughs> right there. Yeah. Um, and also because Julia Louis-Dreyfus is... is have no doubt that this woman is absolutely, absolutely great and the most fantastic, the most successful alum of the Seinfeld comedy, really. Definitely. Yeah. Everything she's done has been, she's Definitely. like the Queen Midas of this entire crew, really. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, I'm glad for her and, you know, I, I don't have a problem if she wins it, which I pretty much sure she she will <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and uh as for limited series there's a couple of these shows that we well i actually to tell you the truth i haven't seen any of them i know of the shows but i haven't seen them except for when they see us really yeah, but, we we didn't make it very far through that n- nah and i i won't i won't go back and watch it i'm just saying but uh, Chernobyl by HBO is nominated for limited series. Escaped at Danimora. I know what this show is about. And this is where I know that Patricia Arquette shows her, her huspa as an actress. Not <laughs> by playing um, the mother in, in this little show on Hulu that we were talking about. We talked about, what was it again? Um, the Act. The Act. Here, on Escape of Danimora, I think she is she is the actress that we all know that she is. So, very good. And FX has this little show on Bob Fosse. I wanted to watch this, and I'm kicking myself for not having seen it yet. Well, I mean... It's on demand. I, I believe you could you could watch the entire thing on on demand. And um, I think Lin Manuel Miranda actually is in it. And um, what's his name plays Bob Fosse, and it's almost scary how much it looks like him. It is scary, Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Sam Rockwell. So yeah, I'm I'm going to binge watch that at any point during what what what's left of the summer. And of course, you have When They See Us on Netflix. The We had a very, very good episode about When They See Us. And yes. it, was, it was actually a bonus episode that we put together. So if you haven't heard what we think about When They See Us, go ahead and take a look. I, I think it's episode 19 uh, of Kicking and Streaming. So take a quick look and take a good listen because... We know that this show belongs in the categories where it's nominated. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It really does. I, I think it's going to win. Um, Sharp Objects, of course, is on that list too, which I have not seen. I wanted to see. I've read the book. Um, I haven't seen it yet. The book itself is pretty rough. Um, and by rough, I mean it's it's a little traumatizing to read. Mm-hmm. And I, I like Amy Adams for the part. I think she'll probably she probably did a great job with it so um 
that's on my list to watch definitely but um i hope that when they see us wins because i think it should i think it will i hope so too and uh, i don't know I, I i i'm struggling to see why it wouldn't win in this category but yeah we'll see and now on to television movie I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to tell you which ones I've seen. I haven't seen Black Mirror, so no. And I haven't seen Brexit, the Uncivil War. In fact, I didn't even know HBO had done a movie about Brexit. And I did know it. I had seen the trailer. I don't know why. I got a really good giggle out of mostly bald Benedict Cumberbatch, I, I have to say. Yeah. Because he just loves to get into these roles where he does weird things with his hair. Yes. Other than that, I don't know. I did know it existed, though. Who the hell is he playing? It's a British politician that I, the name escapes me. But it's someone who, someone who apparently orchestrated Brexit. Okay. All right. So a bad guy. Yeah, bad dude. <laughs> <laughs> and Deadwood the movie. I have not seen, and, and shame on me for not seeing the movie because I'm a big fan of Deadwood the series. I'm a big fan of Timothy Oliphant. I'm a big fan of Ian McShane. I'm a big fan of uh, Garrett Dillahunt. I'm a big fan of Titus Welliver. I mean, these are people that I simply, simply, simply bloody adore. So I should have seen already Deadwood, but again, shame on me. I've not seen it. <laughs> Shame. Shame. You should see the shame, shame. episode. Shame. The shame episode of 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 Game <laughs> of Thrones. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> and King Lear actually is very good. And I started it, but I made the mistake of 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 watching it with the wife, and she is not a big Shakespeare fan. <laughs> gotcha. so she was like look look, dude I'm, English is my first language and I don't, understand, I don't understand what the hell these people are talking about so I'm not watching <laughs> this seriously <laughs> I, I, I understand that I have to be in the right mood to watch something Shakespeare and I it takes me like I have to really be able to concentrate to watch it and if you know if if I'm really tired or you know I just I can't do Shakespeare because I I know what I'm watching is good, but I have to be able to fully concentrate and immerse myself into it to be able to understand what the hell's going on. So I got it. I understand. And but, I, um, I think one of the biggest problem with this version of Skin Lear is that it's in um, it's Shakespeare idiom, Shakespeare's language, but in modern time. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah, so that really does things to you. So head. that kind of throws you off, and I, I actually got like what Christine was saying. Like, why are they talking like that? If they're, you know, they drive cars <laughs> in modern times and stuff. So I got it. So yeah, that would that would make it even harder to immerse yourself into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. And Anthony Hopkins is actually very, very. I mean, come on, you know, Anthony Hopkins is the the greatest, greatest freaking Welshman to exist, so I rest my case. <laughs> <laughs> and what the hell is my dinner with Hervé about? I, I'd never heard of it before, so I don't know. Damn, Justin, we have a lot to catch up with. 
I know. I know. I don't know what that's. I don't know. Let me see. Let's do a Google. You are good. <laughs> All right. Well, in the meantime, then, let's move on to lead actor in a drama series. Um, you want to do this one? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So first we have Jason Bateman for Ozark. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, then we have Sterling K. Brown for This Is Us. Mm -hmm. We have Kit Harrington for Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul. Billy Porter for Pose. And, and oh boy, Milo Ventimiglia. Milo Ventimiglia. <laughs> Oh boy, this is us. Yeah, well, so here's the thing for me. There are three, actually four strong contenders for me. The first four names are strong, strong contenders. And in those, between, within those four contenders, I think Bob Odenkirk actually stands the fewest chances of winning it. And it's not because he's not good enough. I'm talking about the people that he's nominated um, in the same category with. I think Kit Harrington has a good chance. There is also see. always a good chance that, you know, Sterling K. Brown, I mean, people love Sterling K. Brown. He's the new Denzel Washington of this time. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Hollywood love this guy. And I'm not saying he's not, a, he's, I'm not saying he's not good, but I know they love. This is the one black guy that they love. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason Bateman actually uh, deserves to be here I think um, Jason Bateman is an actor that um, I had only ever seen in uh, Arrested Development so I only ever associated him with the Arrested Development character uh, mm -hmm. until relatively recently and then I saw him in a little movie called The Gift which yes. um and then it kind of changed my opinion of of what he can do as an actor as, as really? his range. What about horrible, so, um, horrible bosses? Do you remember horrible bosses? Yes, yeah. yes, but I I hadn't seen that for whatever reason. The next thing I saw him in after uh, Arrested Development was The Gift. The Gift. Right. And um, so that and now I've seen him obviously in other things, but that was the first time I was like, oh wait, this dude can act. And actually, not that he couldn't act in Arrested Development. I just had him in my head as that character, that guy, and that character, that oh. guy from that thing. And and you know yes, what? Exactly. Uh, the Gift came out actually after the first season of of. Uh, Ozark. <laughs> so, you know, you, you Ozark, because I think the first season of Ozark has it's been three years now. And um, second season was last year. And there should be a third season coming because, my God, the second season was good. Jocelyn, you have to catch up, man. Yeah, uh, it's one of those things, again, it's like, oh, yeah, I want to watch that. And then, of course, life happens. Life so. happens. Yeah, that is true. I am happy, I am absolutely happy that Billy Porter is nominated in this category because he deserves to be here too. Billy Porter is the life of Pose, even though Pose is a magnificent cast. But Billy Porter has so much range that I don't know how I've never, I didn't see this guy in other stuff, you know, in more stuff before. Uh, as for Milo Ventimiglia, 
I don't know. I know that he's the dad of This Is Us and he's one of the dudes that make people cry a lot. In His scenes are that good or whatever. So, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> smile and wave, boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> smile and wave. All right. Lead actress in drama series. Boy, this is where I think the whole thing gets difficult, Joseph. Oh, yes. My God. <laughs> oh, yes. So we're talking about lead actress in a drama series, Amelia Clark for Game of Thrones, Khaleesi, right? This girl, I don't know. Yes. She, she, she deserves to be here. But again, right next to her is Jodie Comer, mm-hmm. <laughs> Villanelle of Killing Eve. She deserves to yeah. be here, and I might, I might add, I might add, I think she should win the whole, win the whole thing too. And no, no disrespect to the rest of them, but I think Jodie Comer, Jodie Comer is too good at what she's doing right now. She has brought something. She's brought a character to life that I have never seen on screen before. Mm-hmm. I've never seen anything like on screen before. I think she's brought a character to life that never existed before her. Um, I really want her to win this. I really, really do. I, 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 and again, like you said, no disrespect to anybody else. Cause she has some amazing competition Yeah. here when we get to the rest of the list, but Oh Lord. Oh Lord. This girl is good. And, and I'm going to tell you where then I start to get conflicted about what I, what I just said about Jodie Comer. Mm-hmm. Because then right next to her is Viola Davis for yes. How to Get Away with Murder. Yes. And Viola Davis is a goddess. Simply yes, she a is. goddess. Yes, then she is. you have Laura Lini, who is absolutely magnificent. On Ozark, I'm talking about better than uh, Jason Bateman, better than like, I mean, she was great, Jocelyn, great. I was, like completely, my, my, I mean, my jaw hit the floor with this lady's performance on this, um, you know, past season of Ozark. So this is her year. She's very, this nomination is very deserving, and also I think she should win it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe and, we can just give everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Maybe, maybe in the in the female in the lead actress, everybody should just walk away with one. Because like I don't watch This Is Us, so I don't know what Mandy Moore. I don't know about Mandy Moore's work in that contest. I, I I don't either, but I do know that I like Mandy more, mm-hmm. and almost everything she's in, she comes across as very genuine. Um, so I think she's a very good actress. Yeah. And then of course next is Sandra O, oh, and there's where you get conflicted for Killing Eve because oh, yes. oh my god. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh my god, she's so good. Like she's I said, so good. I don't know how they're going to do this. I don't know how they're going to decide. She wins. This one wins. This one doesn't win. Like, I don't know. I don't know either. If this was my job, I'd just sit down and cry. <laughs> and, then, and then I would just be like, just give everybody one, please. <laughs> can, I, can I opt out? <laughs> can I just walk away? <laughs> that, that's, that, I'm telling you. Uh, and then, finally, 
we have Robin Wright for House of Cards. And I don't know, did, did we ever talk about House of Cards and Toby, you've never seen? Yeah, we've talked about it. I've never seen it. Okay. Um, I know that it's very, very good. I've only ever heard very, very good things about it. I've seen bits of it. I've seen bits of Robin Wright's performance. Is, um, and I do respect her very much as an actress. Yeah. So I am sure that her performance in this is, is excellent. Um, I think this is the last season of House of Cards. It was it? the last season. And I tell you what, the first, um, I think this is the fifth season. So the first four seasons, she was excellent. And this one, without being in the shadow of uh, Kevin Spacey, she literally bloody shines like a like, like the sun not a star it's just the entire freaking megatons of all everything that light that the sun possesses <laughs> she has it and i i like i said i'm i'm glad i don't have anything to do with deciding who wins this freaking thing <laughs> yeah me neither me neither uh, with it being the last season and with you saying that she was that good, she's probably going to win. Um, but I'm just going to say because I loved Killing Eve so much um, and because I loved the character of Villanelle so much and because I feel like she was something I've never seen before, I, I want her to win. I'm, that's, I'm just going to say that. I want her to win. I personally, loving the character and loving Jodie Comer as an actress as much as I do too, I will this time say it is a a big win for her to even be to be nominated. Not that she doesn't deserve it, but for a young actress, because Jodie Comer is pretty young. She is very young. <laughs> so I'm glad I'm glad they recognized her at least. Yes, yes. With that. She's 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 very young. She's very young and she, I think she, she She has a huge career ahead of her. And if the show continues um, you know, for a few more seasons I mean, she, she's definitely going to win a best actress, <laughs> a lead actress. You know that. But if she doesn't win it this year, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be okay with that because she's nominated with some pretty, pretty, pretty good veterans right there, including her co-star. What's her name? Sandra Oh. So. Sandra Oh. Yeah. That's that's yeah. big competition right there. Yeah, it is. All right. So, uh, lead actor in a comedy series. Anthony Anderson for Blackish. I watched, I think, the first three seasons of Blackish, and I love Blackish, and I love Anthony Anthony Anderson's character in it. And there is something about Blackish that is very different from your typical, very well known black sitcom. And it's it's the way that it talks about social issues with a sense of humor that even when you have started crying for, you know, as a result of the topic, even when you have started crying, these guys will find a way to make you laugh like while, while you're actually wiping away your tears. And mm. Kenya Barris, I think, is the the creator of the show has managed to to put together a very good cast in Anthony Anderson, Yara Shahidi, 
Lawrence Fishburne, I think, is, is in there too. And um, Tracy Ellis Ross, the daughter of Diana Ross. But Anthony Anderson has a very deserving nomination for lead for lead actor in a comedy series there. So I'm I'm glad to see that there. But moving on, do you know what the hell Black Monday is about? <laughs> I don't have any idea. I hadn't heard of it before. <laughs> Neither have I. And I don't even know what Don Chiddle Don Chiddle is doing with this little afro and this little porn stash. I, I'm wondering if it's something to do with like the old black 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 exploitation films or or what. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have to find out about this because I don't. I have no idea what Black Monday is about. But again, I don't watch a lot of like TV per se. I I watch. We are streamers, so if it's not streamable, we're probably not watching it, and we'll only know about it when it comes to. Okay, so um, I just I just did a quick Google on it, and uh, I feel a little little silly. Black Monday chronicles the 31st anniversary of the worst stock market crash in the history of Wall Street. To this day, no one knows exactly who caused the October 19th, 1987 stock market crash until now. Okay, so Don Chittle is um, nominated. And apparently, it's a comedy. Yeah, lead actor in the comedy series for Black Monday. And then we got Ted Danson for The Good Place. I think that's a very well-deserved one, too. I do, too. Yeah. I, I'm surprised by how good he is in this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. What, what is his name in that again? I can't, I can't remember. Oh, Michael. God. Michael. Isn't it? Michael, Michael. yes, I yeah. think so. <laughs> yeah. And Michael Douglas for The Kominsky Method. I know that these guys have had some pretty good nominations last year. And when I saw that it was uh, Michael Douglas and that other dude, first name Alan, not Alan Alda, another Alan. He's, he's Alan a, Arkin? Alan Arkin is, is in the Kaminsky Method. And I was like, oh, I got to start watching that. And I never got to it. But... They've been making pretty good noises since last year because they got some nominations from last year too in the Golden Globe and um, I don't know if if the Emmy last year, but I know that it's not the first time that I see them being nominated for something. But I don't know what it's about either. And then I don't, uh, I don't either. Yeah, uh, Bill Hader for for Barry and Eugene Levy as uh, for. Uh, Shit's Creek, which is another one that we have to find out what what the hoopla is all about, right? Yeah, I, I don't know anything about Shit's Creek other than the name. <laughs> I like Eugene Levy; he makes me crack. He cracks me up. He's a funny guy. Yeah, he um, he looks like like he's literally wearing one of those old uh, thick nose. <laughs> it just needs the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. So yeah. Um, you want to lead us in lead actress in comedy series? Absolutely. So we have Christina Applegate in Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, mm-hmm. Julia Louis-Dreyfus in Veep, mm-hmm. Natasha Leone in Russian Doll, Catherine O'Hara in Schitt's Creek, 
and Phoebe Waller-Bridge for Fleabag. Okay, so this this one is not really that hard, but I don't think anybody stands a chance with um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus being um, nominated there. Yeah, I don't think so either. She's going to win. But also, Rachel Brosnahan won it last year, I think. In, I think the second season of Mrs. Maisel was actually better. <laughs> she was actually better in the second season than she was in the first one. So watch out for that one. Yeah. I'm a bit surprised about the nomination of Natasha Leone. And I know that Natasha Leone is good. But I don't think the character that she played on Russian Doll was that good. Yeah, I, I, I'm confused by the nomination too. And I'm confused by it being in a comedy. I, I don't know. I'm confused <laughs> by the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge on Fleabag is a well-deserved nomination because I, I haven't seen, I haven't watched Fleabag. But I know, <laughs> I know I've read of how good she is. So, so I think what I'm going to do is watch Pose and then I'm going to watch Fleabag. Yeah, you are going to watch Pose and then move on to Fleabag. Yes, All right. yes. Yeah. That's so, what I'm going to do. So I finished Pose and I'm all the way to the fifth episode, which is what's going on right now. Uh, so I'm just going to let the rest of the episodes go through so that I can binge watch it at once. But I'm going to start, uh, I'm gonna definitely going to start Fleabag. And then we'll, we'll be able to talk about it at some point. Yes, that sounds like a plan. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so lead actor in a limited series uh, or television movie. <sighs> this is where things get hard, harder, I want to say. So this, this gets harder because you have Mahershala Ali as from a True Detective. And I didn't finish watching True Detective because... The case was a bit too sad for me, and it was based in a real mm -hmm. in a, in a real real situation. And you know, I don't know. As as I get older, I'm 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 unable to stomach a lot of like things that are based in reality that I know that are too sad. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I've found the same thing happening to myself too. Yeah. I don't know if it's like an overflow of empathy or or an, uh, too much reality and knowing what it actually feels like to have some of this stuff happen. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, and so that's exactly what what happened to me is that you know I I didn't finish. I watched like two episodes of True Detective, and I. You know, I knew where the case was going. I know that Maher Shalali is, you know, fantastic. I'm like, no, I can't, I can't do this. Then we have Benicio del Toro for Escape at Danemora, which it, it's it's about these dudes that escaped from a, a prison in upstate New York. I don't know if you remember this. The dude, dudes, the two dudes that escaped from a prison in 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 upstate New York, but then they seduced a lady <laughs> that worked in there in the kitchen or something. And she's the one that helped them, which is the, the character that Patricia Arquette plays. Uh, you, you heard of I, this, right? I think I remember when the case, yeah, I remember about the case, but for whatever reason, this um, 
I guess, movie or series. I didn't know it existed. I had no idea. This is this is the the list of um, nominations was the first I'd heard about it. I missed it completely. Yeah, I think it must be in the second or third season because, or, well, actually, is it no? It's not. It's not. It's, it's a limited series, so I don't. Uh, uh, but I know that Patricia Arquette won for for this last year because she had a sort of a slightly controversial speech because she said something about. Thank you for making me having the most fucked up teeth or something. And <laughs> you know, she she threw the f bomb and they had to, you know, uh, blip her or whatever. You know, Patricia Arquette is crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. And then you have Hugh Grant with a very English scandal. I think it is on Amazon. In the little dude that plays the little dude who plays a. The counterpart of Hugh Grant won a Golden Globe for Best Supporting Actor for this for that character on on a very English scandal. So it's a good Ben Whistler. Yes, and Jared Harris in Chernobyl. Jared Harris is a very good actor, and I remember him on Mad Men. He had a very influential character, very powerful character on Mad Men, and he was nominated. I don't remember if he won or not. On Mad Men, but he was nominated a couple of times, and I'm glad to see him nominated here in Chernobyl. He's a very good actor, and there's something about him that always creeps me out ever so slightly yeah. in the in the roles that he plays. Yeah, like he's very good at being unsettling. Yeah, he he plays those complicated characters always, always. And then you remember when we did our when they see us episode, we talked about. The wonders of uh, Jarrell Jerome, yes. and when they see us, and I'm glad to see him nominated there. Yes, it would be a big upset if this 19-year-old kid <laughs> beat out all these veteran actors. Man, I, I'm I'm here for this, and I, I would I wouldn't be mad at seeing that, you know. I and we, I know we haven't gotten the last nominee yet, but I'm just going to say I hope he wins because he was so good. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, everybody was good. And, and, and again, it's a case of, oh, God, how do you pick one? But I'm going to go like I did with Villanelle. And that, uh, but I, I hope I hope that he wins. He probably won't, but I hope he does. Yeah. But again, the nomination itself is already is already yes. something for his resume at yes. 19 years old that that come on. <laughs> yes, you know, first major role, and you there, in in everybody's talking about you. You know, that's 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 all you need to know. Gerald Jerome deserves to be there, and like Justin inside, uh, I hope he wins. And of course, Sam Rockwell, who actually creeps me out for how <laughs> good and how much he looks like Fosse. Oh God! He's he's done this a couple times now with movies because he was uh, George W. Bush, right? Yes, yes. In uh, in in Dick. Dick. So yeah. yeah, so yeah, he's he's done this. He's uh transformed himself a couple times now. So yeah, he's got that. He thing. might he might win for this one. Yeah, <laughs> you know they like uh, Hollywood loves a biopic actor so yeah expect that to happen and then we move on to lead actress in a limited series or television or movie so or television movie what do you got for me so we have amy adams for sharp objects 
We have Patricia Arquette for Escape at Danmora. We have Joey King for The Act. We have Nisi Nash for When They See Us. Michelle Williams for Fosse Verdon. And is it Anjanie Ellis for Anjanie. When They See Us? Yes. 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 Uh, so one, two, When They See Us. Um, but again, we talked about Joey King in The Act. Yeah. I don't know, Jocelyn. Yeah. I don't know, Jocelyn. This is this is a hard one, but I'm this all the way. This is another hard one because I'm all the way in for Joey King. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and again, this is another one where she's awfully young. We got a really young one up yes. against some some veterans here, yeah. but but she's she's so good in this. Um, the act itself may not be the greatest television ever, but God, she's good in it. Mm-hmm. And she's good in it. And no offense, I mean, no offense at all, but Angelo Louis, uh, Angelo Ellis, and Nisi Nash. Nisi Nash is a surprise for me because Nisi Nash, I don't believe she's a trained actress. But meanwhile, she soars, she shines in When They See Us. And also, she's really making her money with that little uh, show, Claw, that she has on, on TBS or, or something like that. So yeah, that's 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 a good thing to see, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So kudos for her for even being nominated, and if she wins, it's gonna be a big deal, definitely. Angela Ellis is a consummated actress, and I know that for a fact. I've seen her in many things. Um, Amy Adams, come on, <laughs> obviously, and Patricia Arquette. Like I said, she done did her thing in this in this stuff. So. I hear you. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I want I want Joey King to win it. Yeah, yeah. I do because she's just she brought a lot of um, of humanity to that poor little girl <laughs> um, who exists in real life. Yep. Yep. So um, and and was a very respectful portrayal of her. I thought I didn't think she was think sensationalized so. at all. So I think so too. So we're gonna move on. We're gonna. Uh, skip some of the uh, categories that are not about actors or actress. We don't care about those. <laughs> Let's go yeah. to supporting yeah. actor in a drama series. And it feels like we're saying that a lot, but it is, it, it is true, folks. This is really, really hard. You have Alfie Allen in Game of Thrones. You have Jonathan Banks in Better Call Saul. Nikolai Costa-Waldo for Game of Thrones. Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones. Giancarlo Esposito in Better Call Saul. Michael Kelly, House of Cards. And Chris Sullivan in This Is Us. I will tell you something right now. The only one I don't know about is Chris Sullivan. Like I don't, Again, I don't watch This Is Us, so I don't know how good or bad this character is. But, I can tell you, each one of the other nominees are brilliant. Who do you think is going to take that one home? <laughs> I, even though I haven't seen Game of Thrones, I am rooting for Peter Dinklage 
because I love Peter Dinklage. I've never seen him in anything that he didn't bring some some sort of pathos or some sort of interest to the role that I don't think any other actor possibly could have. So um, even though I'm not familiar with what he plays on Game of Thrones, I really, really like him as an actor. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to go with Peter Dink- Dinklage. Yeah, and I'm with you, but I... I, I you know, Peter Dinklage, throughout the run of Game of Thrones, he's won Best Reporting Actor several times, I think. And in this very last season, he was as good as he's always been. But again, if he won it, I'll be very happy for him. But if he doesn't, I'm not going to be too sad. Gotcha. Um, but Jonathan Banks... <laughs> Is, and I think he, during Breaking Bad, he had a couple of nominations also as Best Reporting Actor. But to see him reprise the same character in Better Call Saul, and the same goes to Giancarlo Esposito from Breaking Bad to Better Call Saul, and in reprise the same character and being as good as they were in the, you know, or, or origin series is almost a miraculous, a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. The same goes for Michael Kelly, on the other hand. Dog on, on House of Cards. When you thought this guy's character couldn't get any better, it just got worse, more twisted, more complicated than ever. As for Nikolai Koster-Waldo, I know that, you know, Jamie Lannister was torn between evil and bad and thing but uh I don't know I'm not uh I'm not in that I, I you know I don't care that he's nominated <laughs> I don't care that he's nominated I, I'm not saying that he's not a good actor but you know I I don't care that he's nominated in there mm-hmm. if he wins or you, if you, if he wins you know um if he wins and beats out these other guys that I'm, I'm I'm talking about right now, I'm not gonna be thrilled to tell you the truth because I think these four guys, when these yeah, these four guys are better actors. Well, we're, we're better. No, are better actors. I, I don't know that for a fact. I think they were better in their characters. Have, they have been. That's all I know. Hmm? Makes sense to me. <laughs> and on to support an actress. Yes, support an actress, which I have only opinions on one of these. <laughs> but, I think I know who. So there's uh, Gwen. Is it Gwendoline or Gwendolyn? Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn. Gwendolyn Christie for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Julia Garner for Ozark. Lena Headley for Game of Thrones. Fiona Shaw for Killing Eve. Sophie Turner for Game of Thrones and Maisie Williams for Game of Thrones. So essentially it's Game of Thrones and two other people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um wow. So I I don't feel like I can speak to this at all um because I haven't seen Game of Thrones and I haven't seen Ozark and I've only seen Killing Eve. Fiona Shaw I thought was great in Killing Eve. But I can't compare because I don't know 
any of these other performances. And I've seen Fiona Shaw and other things, and as good as she was in Killing Eve, I don't know that that's the best performance I've ever seen from Fiona Shaw, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. But I'm going to surprise you here with, with what I'm going to say. From out of the Game of Thrones nominations for these actresses, the only one I'm going to go for full blood is the, the nomination of Maisie Williams, um, who was um, Arya Stark on Game of Thrones. And she was, and she has been fantastic. She grew up on the show. I think she was nine years old when the show started. And she developed, her character developed with her. And in the end, she ended up being sort of like, kind of like the hero of the show. Although there were many heroes. Okay. But if I had to go for anything outside of Game of Thrones, Jocelyn, I want you to see Julia Garner on Ozark. This girl is talented. That's what I'm thinking. Talented to the max. She is an a consummated actress at her young age that I'm like, is she for real? You know what I mean? Like, that's what you think every time you see this girl. When she gets sad, you want to cry. When mm. she's furious, you you get furious with her. Mm. When she's been wicked, you kind of enjoy. I don't know. It's 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 a whole lot of emotions. She has too much range. For a young a young actress, and I would be very happy if she won it. So there, mm. I don't said it. <laughs> <laughs> and supporting actor in a comedy series, we've got Alan Arkin, Anthony Carrigan for Barry, Alan Arkin for the uh, the Kominsky Method, Tony Hale for VIP, Stephen Root for Barry. Tony Shalhoub for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Henry Winkler for Barry. Um, this one is not so hard, if I'm if I'm being honest with you. But I'd like I'm curious to see what you what okay. what, what, what you think of these six guys. Um, I'm not familiar with Anthony Kerrigan. Um, I can't think of what I might have seen him in. Alan Arkin, I've I've loved uh, him in almost everything. I adored him in Little Miss Sunshine. Um, Tony Hale, I've it's escaped my memory. The show, other show that he used to be on, but he always has always made me laugh. He's very um, good on Veep. Steve, yes, I've I've heard that he's very good on Veep because uh, my husband watches Veep. Stephen Root. Is, has always been good. Tony Shalhoub, good grief. And then Harry Winkler is Harry Winkler, you know, it's, yeah. it's the Fonz. The Fonz. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I love Alan Arkin. Um, I also love Tony Shalhoub and I actually have seen an episode of the marvelous Mrs. Maisel that featured Tony Shalhoub very heavily where, and I just adored every second he was on screen. But yeah. I don't know. He, so, what do you think, Graham? He is funny. Uh, Tony Shalhoub is funny on Mrs. Maisel. He's terrifying also because he's, he's like the typical dad that, mm-hmm. you know, from the outside, you can, you can see how funny he is. You know what I mean? But, like, if mm-hmm. you know that if you were his kid, you'd be terrified of him 
not because he's yes. scary, but because he's so accomplished that you you'd be like, shit, I have to I have to measure up to this guy's expectation. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, is <laughs> that kind of character that he plays? And in, in, in I love I love him for that. Abraham, yeah, Abraham Abraham Maisel. This guy Anthony Carrigan, he has been pretty much in everything for the past three years. But the first time I saw him in a very terrifying character that he played was in Gotham. In, I don't know if it's a condition or something, the boldness of his is, is sort of like part of his signature now. But like, it, it's, it, it seems like a thing where like he literally has no hair anywhere. Um, but that, that sort of makes him... Do you know what I mean? Like that sort of makes him fit each one of the characters that he plays. In yeah. in Barry, he is absolutely ruthless, terrifying, and also funny as hell. So I don't know how you can put all of this together. <laughs> <laughs> Steven Root, the first time I saw Steven Root was some very weird appearances he had on the board, Boardwalk Empire on HBO in, and I always thought of, this guy sort of has, has a bit of an enigma. He's good at playing the Southern politician, sleazy, with the very um, Dixie accent, you know, He's he's been in a lot of Coen Brothers movies, mm -hmm. um, which is where I'm I'm more familiar with him from. He's so good in Oh Brother Where Art Thou, yeah. Um, and of of course he was uh, he was Milton in Office Space too. So, see, I I, I you know I I've only seen him on these these few things, but I know that every time I see him, and I think it was on, yeah, I. I think, Jocelyn, he was on Deadwood, too, if I remember correctly. That sounds familiar. Yeah. He's, he's been around, and in, in being nominated here tells you that he's not playing around. He's good. <laughs> and, and Winkler, of course, I ain't got nothing to say. Tony Hale is very good, very funny on VIP, and I think he's been nominated before. I don't know if he's won. But given the fact that this is the last season of VIP, he might take it away with him. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. And what do you have for supporting actors in a comedy series? So there's Alex Borston for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Anna Chlumsky for Veep, Olivia Coleman for Fleabag. Uh, is it Sion Clifford for Fleabag? I don't um, know if, 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 she, if she go by Sean or Sian or I don't know. Dude. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. I always feel bad when I mispronounce people's names because I I get my name mispronounced so much that yeah. I I just want to work hard at getting it right. But <laughs> and it is true. But the thing is, like those most of those really uh, uh, Celtic names, sometimes they look some way and and then they pronounce some. Some way, and so I'm always like extra careful <laughs> about how yes. I'm gonna go over. You know, I mean, Stephen, for instance, what the hell is the V? 
It's a PH, but you can't yeah. say Stephen. You have to say Stephen. So who does that? <laughs> you know, Shoban. You know, it's yes, it's, yes. That's another one. That's a good trip up. It's Shoban, but you have to say Shavon. Like really, dude? Yeah. I don't know what you're talking um, about. There's Declan. Declan is another one too. God, it's, it's spelled like like Duclaw or something. But yeah. No, they, they, <laughs> oh God. I, I leave it alone. So I'm trying to be respectful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's Betty Gilpin for Flo, Sarah Goldberg for Barry, Marion Hinkle for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, and Kate McKinnon for Saturday Night Live. Ay, ay, ay. This one is hard, too. This one is, this one is mad hard. I don't even know what to tell you. I don't know either. This is another one where I just curl in a ball and cry. Yeah. Alex Borston, I think, definitely should win it this year. But again, saying definitely should win it this year is a bit, for me, disrespectful to the rest of, 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 of these women who, you know, I know have been, like, terrific in, in, in what they do. L look at, Marin Hinkle had a very, very good second season on Mrs. Maisel. I mean, I'm talking about very, when somebody has an emotional meltdown, um, on a comedy show and actually convinces you to feel bad for her. Um, you have to respect that actor. So Marion Hinkle did that in Mrs. Maisel. And of course, Kate McKinnon has been <laughs> the highlight of Saturday Night Live. She's so talented. For the past, I don't know, six, seven years maybe? Yeah. 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 She is, she's so talented. Every time she's on screen, even if it's something that I'm not particularly enjoying, yeah. I can't help but watch her. Yeah. Like, she's just compelling for me. Like, I have to watch her when she's on screen. Anna Klomsky, Vip, also she's been there for all this time. And her character is really, really good. She plays that character to the T, so... Um, I've heard a lot of good things about Glow, but again, I've not watched Glow, so I can't say anything about Betty Gilpin. I don't haven't know. watched it either, but have heard good things about it too. Uh, Sarah Goldberg, I believe Sarah Goldberg is the love interest of Barry on on Barry, and I think, I, if I remember correctly, she was very good at that. But again, the characters that I'm I'm familiar with. If uh, right now they told me, Graham, it comes down to your vote. Who do you vote for to win it? I'm going to go for Alex Boston. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Oh, I can completely understand that. Oh, Lord. I can. And, you know, I love Olivia Coleman, but at the same time, she's got her Oscar now. And I think she won uh, something last year for an Emmy last year for something. And. And I love her so much, but I haven't seen Fleabag, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, Olivia. Olivia Coleman could easily take a seat from now on for, for, for a time being. Um, supporting actor in a limited series or television movie. Asante Black, Paul Daniel. Well, Asante Black for When They See Us. Paul Dano, Escape at Dan Mora. 
John Leguizamo for When They See Us, Stellan Skarsgård as in Chernobyl, Ben Wishaw, A Very English Scandal, and Michael K. Williams in When They See Us. So there's three When They See Us, plus two other actors from something else. So I'm... I'm seeing Michael K. Williams here. I was going to say the same thing because he, I, I, I know we couldn't finish when they see us, but every scene that he was in broke my heart. Yeah. The whole damn thing broke my heart, yeah. but he especially broke my heart and was so good. And I've loved everything that he's ever been in. So I, I want him to win much as I love Paul Dano. Um, and I think he's an amazing underrated actor. I haven't seen Escape It, whatever it's called. So I, I, I agree with you, Michael K. Williams. John Leguizamo was good enough in this in When They See Us, but I don't think he had enough screen time to to win this nomination. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He was good. Yeah. Everybody who was nominated here was good for When They See Us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but... Michael K. Williams just kind of ripped my heart out. out. Yep. yep. Supporting actress in a limited series or a television movie, Patricia Arquette, the act. I nah. don't understand. <laughs> nah. <laughs> let's, let's go right away and say no for this one. Uh, Marsha Stephanie Blake, When They See Us, Patricia Clarkson, Sharp Objects, Vera Farmiga, When They See Us, Boy, she was good. Yeah. Margaret Qualley, uh, Fossey Verdun, and Emily Watson, Chernobyl. I don't have I don't have a lot to say about this one, really. Um, if, if based on what I've seen, again, I've I've not seen a lot of this, but Vera Farmiga. Yeah. Yeah, Vera Farmiga would be it for me. What do you think? Yeah, based on what I've seen her, based on on prior, I, I I hesitate a little because of Patricia Clarkson, and I do enjoy her very much. And I really wanted to see Sharp Objects, so I'm kind of angry I can't talk about it because I haven't <laughs> seen it yet. But yeah, down to those two. Yeah. And Patricia Arquette, what the hell? Why are you nominated? I'm sorry, but for this, really? Come on. Maybe we were the only ones who thought she was terrible. Because, like, but but it is true, though. She wasn't good. She, wasn't she was good. not good. She, she was not good, and she was not believable, and she was not, I don't know. It was very sensationalized to me, her mm. her portrayal of this nut, nut case. <laughs> yeah, not cool. Guest actor, guest actor in a drama series are... Michael Angarano, Ron Serpas Jones, Michael McKean, uh, Kumail Nanjiani, The Twilight Zone, Glyn Turman, How to Get Away with Murder, and Bradley Whitford, The Handmaid's Tale. So uh, I should go back and say that both Michael Angarano and Ron Serpas Jones are for This Is Us. Michael McKean, of course, better call Saul, and then the rest of them, I did say what shows they were on. Um, I'm going to be honest, I know Michael McKean's work on uh, Better Call Saul, and um, I haven't seen 
these seasons of The Handmaid's Tale, so I don't know what is it that Bradley Whitford brought to the to to the show because I have I'm, I haven't mustered the courage to <laughs> to watch this season. And I remember Glenn Turman's work on how to get away with murder. And based on what I know, I think Glenn, Glenn Turman actually deserves the nomination. But again, I don't know. I don't know that I want to say that he should win it because, again, I haven't seen the other people's work other than uh, Michael McCain. And I haven't seen any of these, so I I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm familiar with all of the actors and familiar, well, with the exceptions of the, the two This Is Us actors, but um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They're nominated. Good for them. Yay. 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 You win. <laughs> so guest <laughs> actress in a drama series. Go ahead. We've got Laverne Cox for Orange is the New Black, which I didn't know was still on. Um, Cherry Jones for The Handmaid's Tale. Jessica Lang for American Horror Story Apocalypse, Felicia Rashad for This Is Us, Cicely Tyson for How to Get Away with Murder, and Carice Van Houten for Game of Thrones. Yeah, this one is hard because I, I think I know I'm, I've got my bias. <laughs> Do you want to hear me? Yeah, I want to hear you. Yeah, okay, tell me. so here's the thing. Carice Van Houten is... Absolutely fantastic on Game of Thrones. She plays the Red Woman. Um, you know, she's sort of like a sorceress or something. And I feel like she's more than a guest star in the show. But really, she only had one appearance in the very last, in this past season. So yes, she fits the guest actress. But I don't know that she did enough in that appearance to win an Emmy. But she deserves the nomination. So you 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 hear me out from uh, up until this point, right? Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Cicely Tyson <laughs> is this lady in her 90s that mm-hmm. has the greatest camera presence that any actor has ever had that I've ever seen. This lady commands and demands that you watch whatever scene she's in. She does. And she appeared a couple of episodes of How to Get Away with Murder as the mother of um, what's her name? Viola Davis. Mm. That's completely believable. Like <laughs> I, I, I can believe that Viola Davis is actually her daughter <laughs> because they're both so powerful. Exactly, exactly. And that's what you see there—the two titans in 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 this little box that you call TV. And Those two people I would not want mad at me. My goodness, the interaction is fantastic. She's so good, and she she's playing someone who's mind is sort of like failing due to sort of like late onset Alzheimer. God is so believable. It is so soul crushing and good. 
that I see no reason why she shouldn't win this thing. So, but again, I'm biased because these are the shows that I watch. I've, I've not seen Felicia Rashad. I know that Jessica Lange has won uh, four American Horror Stories uh, or has been nominated and won at least once. Laverne Cox has done wonders in Orange is the New Black. And I, again, I think I stopped watching Orange is the New Black after um, Pusey died. So I, I've not seen the last two seasons and I don't think I, I will. So I don't know what to say about these nominations. Um, Cherry Jones. Yeah, Cherry Jones is Cherry Jones, man. Like, whatever. Like, what else? If she's in anything, she has to be nominated. Th that's the way I feel. <laughs> <laughs> There are these actors, there's a lot of actors that you feel that way. Oh, she's nominated yet. She's she's in this thing yet. Nominate her right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And she's one that I definitely feel the same way about because everything I've ever seen her in, she's been great. Mm -hmm. Usually terrifying. Yes, yes, that's the thing. All right. So, moving on to guest actor in a comedy series, you have Matt Damon Saturday Night Live. You remember that, right? Playing Cavanaugh. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that was good. That was good. <laughs> Robert De Niro with his appearances as Robert Mueller. Fantastic. Yes. Luke Kirby as the um, in The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. This guy is a Canadian actor, and he is really believable. And uh, he plays a very beloved comedian who actually sort of died at early age but was very influential back in his days and uh, had the same relationship on screen that he has with Mrs. Maisel. In real life, this character that he plays had that same relationship with Joan Rivers. And oh, it's, okay. it's long been said that, jo that Mrs. Maisel's character is sort of like a portrayal, but not necessarily truthful portrayal of the stars of John Rivers in the world of comedy. Okay. Um, so it's something like that. And and I think this guy deserves to be there. And he, he if she if he won, I would be very happy. Peter McNichol, VIP, then John Mullaney, Saturday Night Live. Truthfully, I don't think John Mullaney was that good on Saturday Night Live. I don't know if you saw that. The, the episode had that he he was the host. I, I don't think it was that good. I didn't see it. Yeah. I didn't see it. Adam Sandler was Adam Sandler, <laughs> really, really, really good. In um, he sang this tribute to um, what's what's the name of this? Do you remember that? Um, Farley. Chris Farley. Chris Farley. He sang this tribute to Chris Farley. And it was very powerful and touching. But, of course, the entire... I mean, the entire it was the, one of the best Saturday Night Lives you've seen in, in a long time. And Ruffles, Ruffles Sewell uh, for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I think this guy should have been nominated for more than Mar Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. And... It is because of the character that he plays on The Men in the High Castle. Obergruppenspiel Ob Smith. And he's a very terrifying character. But um, 
yet he gets nominated for some appearances on 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 uh, the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. So good for him. Yeah, you know I mean, I do. Okay, I do. I don't know. I don't have much of an opinion on this one because I, I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed Matt Damon. I enjoyed Robert De Niro. Um, you know, I enjoyed uh, Adam Sandler. I didn't see the episode with John Mulaney. Um, I like Rufus Seal as an actor. Uh, anyway, uh, anything that he's ever been in, I've enjoyed. But I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's that's what you're gonna go with. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> All right then. So guest actress in a comedy series. Go ahead. Uh, we have Jane Lynch for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Sandra Oh for Saturday Night Live, Maya Rudolph for The Good Place, Kristen Scott Thomas for Fleabag, Fiona Shaw for Fleabag, and Emma Thompson for Saturday Night Live. All right. So what do you think? Maya Rudolph. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I'm with you. I don't know why Emma Thompson is nominated for Saturday Night Live. I didn't like her. I don't think yeah, I, I don't think that she is good at sketch comedy. She's 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 a great actress. She can make you laugh in a you know, in a film, but I don't think she's good at sketch comedy. I didn't find her particularly laughable. Yeah, yeah. And having not seen Fleabag, I I don't have an opinion on those those two, even though they're both Incredibly talented, but of what I've seen, Maya Rudolph. Um, uh, let's not forget Jane Lynch, and maybe you don't know much about the character she plays because, of course, you haven't seen Mrs. Maisel. But when you see Mrs. Maisel, if you ever get to to it, you'll you'll understand why she is nominated there. It's 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 a good nomination. Good. I'm, I'm not sure that she needs she needs to win it, <laughs> you know. Right. But right. It, it's good that she's nominated there. Uh, Fiona Shaw. Um, I always enjoy because she has that expression always in her face. I don't know how she does it. Even when she tra- when she smiles, she still carries that same expression of like I'm studying you really hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. She does too. She looks. She kind of looks like she's studying the human race. Is kind of like an, an outsider. Yes. 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 Like we're all bugs, and she's yeah. just fascinated by us little bugs. Yeah, like let me, let me, it's okay. Oh, so they laugh too, you know. <laughs> so this is what they do when you say this, and this is what they do when you snap your finger. <laughs> Look at that. Well, so I think that does it for us. Yes, this has been a long ass show. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're going to throw this in there, and we, of course, are going to do a post-Emmy show. So, we are going to have a show about the winners, and we'll talk about it, right? And at, the, yes. at that point, I, I think we're going to have, we, we, will, we will have seen far more of the shows that we don't know much about, and we'll be able yes. to talk about them with more authority. Yes. Having said that, my friends, it's time to tell you that Kicking and Streaming is on the web. Everywhere you go, you can find us. Anywhere you download podcast, you can find us specifically Woo-hoo! on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, 
iHeartRadio, um, CastBox. Uh, also, we have our own, our own website. It is www.kickingandstreamingpodcast.com. You can go there and find us, subscribe um, to any of these platforms that we've talked about, and also subscribe to uh, for notifications whenever our podcast drops every Tuesday at midnight, and also to support the show. Am I right, Justin? That's right. That's and right. We need support. We do. Everybody needs support. Nobody's an island. <laughs> And also, you can find us on Instagram, uh, kicking and streaming podcast. Uh, kicking and streaming f- um, for what, what is it? Um, underscore podcast. And on mm-hmm. Twitter, we are kicking and streaming, kicking the letter N, streaming. And also, where else are we? Just, oh, Jocelyn, tell, tell 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 people how to find you on Instagram. On Instagram, I'm Jocelyn Podcast. That's right. And I post funny little things. Oh, yeah, she does. She does. She is a hoot, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, you know, tell us what you think about these nominations. Tell us where, where you think we're wrong, where, where you think, what things, what do you agree with us on? And uh, we probably will talk about it next week. But um, for now, we'll say good day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> When did we become Australian? I know, right? <laughs> Do we have any Australian subscribers? Uh, yes. I don't know if they've subscribed, but I do know that they list, they listen to us at least two uh, on two different cities they, in Australia. They listen to us. Well, hello, Australia. G'day. <laughs> G'day. <laughs> G'day. Do you know what? Strangely enough, I think the only continent where we haven't had any, any listens is in the continent of Africa. But um, we have like five subscribers, well, five listens from different parts of Asia. And, of course, in uh, Europe, you know, we've got some subscribers. Good stuff. In the North American continent, we've got plenty. So keep coming, my friends. We're here for you. And hopefully yes. uh, you'll be here for us. So, for me. Tell your friends. <laughs> for me and for Jocelyn, this is goodbye. Thank you very much for being with us. Bye, everybody. Thank you. You take care now, people. <laughs> <laughs> Bye now. <laughs>